0: Are we live? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for some reason it's decided that it's forgotten where the, uh, the little chat window is already, so I'm gonna have to redo that real quick here, but that's not gonna be anything I have to turn off the stream for. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where every week the bar gets just a little bit or a whole lot lower. Um, this week, your bartenders are going to be a non-pencil.
1: Fuck you. Milk, change the title at the bottom.
0: Hey. 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 I'm hey. busy. I'm busy. Hey. We have Enigmatic Otaku. We're professionals, people. <laughs> we have Milk. I'm still busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> My name's Flutter Priest. Oh god, everything's going wrong. Um, this week we have a very special someone that is at the bar counter with us. Uh, someone we actually all collectively met in person at BabsCon. And since Once he's listening to the... K- <laughs> and uh, considering he's sat in on a cast or two before, we thought it would only be natural to invite the maker of Pony Finder himself, David Silver.
2: Hello! Yes, there I was, walking through BabsCon, when suddenly these hooligans just dropped from the ceiling. They said, you're coming with us! And I was like, no, what did I do? And here we are.
0: That's actually really true. Just are your sh- restraints nice and tight?
2: Uh, there's a little give in them, but it's good enough. Uh, because good. you
3: know we tied your arms up with Shamwows.
1: Oh my god, no what one's going to get fuck? that joke, Enigma. What are you doing? Stop it. Oh.
3: So if you haven't watched the Barcast
0: before, and there's a very good chance that there are some of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome. This is an entirely user-submitted podcast in which you, the users, suggest who should be the guests that we interview. And then you, also the users, get to submit the questions that we ask our guests. And in theory, this means that users get to ask deep, insightful questions that mean a lot to them. And most of the time, we just kind of troll them and uh, make them miserable for about two hours. Um, If you're tuning in over on iTunes or Google Play, welcome. And we hope you guys enjoy what uh, we have here today. We have an announcement at the end of the cast, so be sure to stick around to the end. And, of course, Anon Pencil is watching the Twitch stream to see if there are any questions live. Uh, Pencil, what is an example of a critical miss of a question?
1: Really? Did you just, did you just do that? Chris, did you, did you just? Did I don't get to do joke? puns
0: anymore,
2: please.
1: <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, if I'm Look, looking at the chat. You
2: can resist the call to adventure, even in their phrasings. Oh, God.
1: The drinking word, yeah, but I, I will explain it in just a moment. I just wanted to let you guys know. If you ask me a question and you try to ask it just with emojis, or if you ask me a question about fidget spinners, I know the fuck who you are, I know who you are who's been asking about fidget spinners, fuck off, then I will probably not ask your question. If you ask about dick size, you know I might ask that, so that's kind of where we're at today. Uh, as usual, there is a drinking word today, that means that anytime any of us says the magical drinking word, which is adventure! If you hear that word it's time to start drinking and uh i think our guest is actually really looking forward to forcing you all to drink so i'm i'm excited for this uh other than that don't be a dick in the chat so i won't have to use my magical powers of banishment on you fucks. okay ready to go
0: so let's jump in um, in the deep end and we'll start with some actual interview questions go figure <sighs> out. Uh, David, uh, number one, uh, introduce yourself. Who are you? Uh, What have you done for the fandom? And, uh, you know, what do you do in the fandom?
2: All right. So long ago in the deep past, when dinosaurs roamed the Earth, I ran across that Pony Finder mock-up, which still exists on the Internet as a meme, and looked at it and said, wow, that's cute, and then I wandered past it. But then I came back later after actually having played Pathfinder, and said, wow, these stats suck. I can do better than that. In fact, I will do better than that, I said, thrusting my hand up into the air, my heart flaming with the urge for adventure. And so over a weekend, I created this little tiny pamphlet of a book, but I wasn't happy just making the book. I immediately started selling the book and then people looked at it and they were like, wait, this thing that you made, it keeps hinting at this larger world. Could you tell us more? And I was like, well, maybe. How much do you want it? Then Kickstarter happened! And so Pony Finder was made. That's about the time that Paizo, the people who actually made Pathfinder, yeah, kind of poked their heads in and said, yeah, you know you can't actually call your book Pathfinder in the name. It used to be called Ponies for Pathfinder. And oh, they were like, yeah, okay. you really can't do that. And I was like, oh, sorry. And then we had this nifty little public vote. And Pony Finder won out of all the bra- other various choices. I'm forgetting what the other choices were, but uh, I could look it up. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> but you, so, got your, you got your name. Go ahead. Yes, we got the name Pony Finder. And that first Kickstarter happened. And as you can see, that Kickstarter was a total failure. Obviously. Yeah. The
3: end. So the, le- so the lesson is, kids, never try.
2: There you go. No, no, no. It, it went quite well. I made the books as requested, sent it out to all the happy people, and life is good. Um, I am going to tangent suddenly, like dangerously off topic. Okay. If that's okay. Jump. Speaking speaking of pony role-playing table uh, tabletop Kickstarters... <laughs> Uh, have you heard of the Fallout Equestria one? No. Uh, I sort of have. Yes. It it closed just a couple of days ago. It was on Indiegogo. Uh, there were a couple of interesting things about that. But here, I will let leave that right where it is with just their goal. You know, whenever you do a Kickstarter or anything, you have to set a goal, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Their goal. 160. Then a zero. Then another zero. Man, eh, how about one more zero?
0: A hundred and sixty thousand dollars? Yes. How that,
4: close uh, did they get goal. to
1: that? No, how close did they get to that? Two uh, percent, I think? That's, that's about right. That sounds about right.
2: <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were gonna say that the goal was three fifty. Wow. No, that, that would have been kind of amazing, but no, <laughs> They did not do that. They did not do that. Okay, that's enough of them. Next question. All right. Um, how did you get into the Pony fandom? Well, actually, that's fairly easy. One, I was already an unrepentant furry. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, no, but I'm just saying that's where I started. But then somebody was like, oh, man, this show is going on. You should check it out. And I said, oh, a show about ponies, My Little Pony. Hmm, My Little Pony kind of sucked. But uh, but that was just really just my predisposition. So I was like, but let me check it out because I like cartoons. Yay. Oh, God, I love this show. I'm going to keep watching it forever, I said back in season one. I'm still watching it every week. So when you
3: found out about the show, you put down your Redmond plush and picked up a Twilight plush
2: They, well, you know, I didn't really have any plushes, period, until ponies happened. And I didn't actually, like, buy the pony plushes. Reddit has these gift exchanges. Have you heard of those? Yeah. I have participated in many of those. And, you know, you're supposed to put in what you want. I was like, well, I like horses and ponies, magic and adventure. And give me something that has all those things. And what do I get? Lots of MLP toys and plushes. <laughs> That's what I get. They they
0: just know. They just immediately know. Oh, good. It's a brony. <laughs>
2: you see, what I'm waiting for, which will kind of be the worst gift and the best gift at the same time, is for somebody to send me a Pony Finder book.
0: Oh, that would be something. What if it was like a signed Pony Finder
2: book? That would be confusing. <laughs> but amazing. How did this make full circle? Exactly. like, no, no, if somebody sends me my own book, I'll be like, yep, I deserve that. I'm going to put, I'm going to save you now. You're now mine. Wow. (laughs) That has not happened yet. I'm still waiting. So the
0: next interview question is a little bit of an interesting one. And I feel like, I feel like asking this question does a weird kind of in-service because the Uh-oh. question is what is your favorite part of the fandom, the online community, like the fanfics, the cons, the music, and what's really interesting is that I think some would be able to argue that you've created a small facet of this community, and that is like the Pony Finder players. So, yes, yeah, so
2: that is its kind of own thing. There are people who play Pony Finder who don't even watch the show, which is so, kind of- thing what do you what is your opinion
0: on like the the part of the pony community that you created and, and like what are the difficulties that you've encountered while um you know working with it working with your players garnering a player base okay
2: there are two primary challenges one people who watch the show and then they expect the game to be exactly like the show when it never promised to be <laughs> right Yeah, it's like, why can't I fly as fast as Rainbow Dash at level one? It's like, no, you're probably never going to fly as fast as Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash is broken. Stop that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that is one level of disappointment. The other level is from the role-playing community. People who play D&D have really sensitive masculinities.
1: I can agree with that. I've, I've, I've witnessed this
2: and they get very upset when i when they hear oh you brought ponies to this too (sighs) and yeah it's just nothing but sour notes when it comes from that community right so for those who may not have heard
0: about pony finder before there's obviously a chunk in here that probably have but um what can you tell us about it? Is it similar to a specific Pathfinder version? Is it more similar to a D&D? Is it an all-new system from the ground up? What, oh, what is what is adventurous. To
1: okay.
2: Me. There are several things it is. First of all, as of fairly recently, it is actually two systems because we're, we're, I'm just nuts that way. But it is not its own thing. It was never built to be its own thing. I actually think that's a bit of a mistake in a lot of um, indie RPG makers. Is they say, oh, I'm gonna do it my way. It's gonna be great. There's gonna be like hookers and blackjack, and everybody's gonna be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, Pony Finder started off being based on Pathfinder, which meant it literally was Pathfinder. All the Pathfinder rules work the way they do in Pathfinder. Here's some extra stuff. So basically, you know, we gave you a lot of races. Like, you wanna be a unicorn in Pathfinder? Cool. You wanna be a bad pony in Pathfinder? Cool. And we have all this stuff that just adds on to it, which is great because there's a lot of Pathfinder books and they all work with Pony Finder. Your That's awesome. has no limits.
0: Are there any weird, like, um, things that kind of get lost in translation, like going from Pathfinder to a fully Pony version?
2: Um, only the things that it's like, okay, by the show logic, we should be able to do this. And I it's like, yeah, but according to game logic, that's a terrible idea, and we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, for example, in Pathfinder specifically, flying. Flying in straight lines is easy, but if you want to do all sorts of acrobatic things, then you have to start making rolls, and I gave Pegasi clumsy maneuverability to start with, and people raged so hard. How dare you give Pegasi clumsy? Oh my god, do you hate Pegasi for some reason? Ah, yes a lot of a lot of fussing and complaining. On the bright side, I mentioned that there were two systems now, right? Yeah. The yeah. other system is 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. And that one, that game from the ground up is a lot more flexible and story driven, which meant oh, yeah. that we didn't have to really put a lot of strings on things like that. The Pegaside, yeah, they, they can fly. They basically can just fly. Unless they're wearing armor, they don't know how to use, in which case they fall like a rock. But that's about the only limit we put on them.
3: Will I be able to play as a Breezy?
2: Mm, we have things that are sort of like Breezy's that I made before Breezies existed. Um, Pony Finder actually called a lot of things in MLP before it actually happened in MLP, which amused the hell out of me. Just dust off your shoulder there. Yeah, we did it first. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my fanfics have done the same thing.
0: That's uh, a good one. Oh, uh, and also, so, you're a fic writer, of course.
2: I am a fic writer. I can't stop writing words with horses in them. Go ahead, Pencil.
1: I would say so. Shall we adventure on to the next question?
4: Of course.
2: Uh,
0: I see what you did there.
1: Oh, well, I, I have my beer in my hand. This
0: cast is going to be an adventure. So. <laughs> If there's one thing you could say to your followers or your fans, David, or heck, even your haters, what would it be?
2: Hmm, that's a good question. Now you have me thinking of one statement to, like, issue to all the people everywhere. Whatever you think of me, as long as you're having a good time and you're exploring new places and having your own personal adventures, I am cool. And I thank you for the part that you have played in mine.
0: Yay. You're so
2: nice. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> you make me feel awkward for being nice oh, it's
4: awkward.
1: doesn't he doesn't he do that okay I'm glad somebody else noticed
2: for a, split,
3: for a split second I imagined you as like Jigsaw from Saw forcing people to play Pony Finder wow <laughs>
2: would you like to like, play a game
3: oh god <laughs> 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 alright so now that you made everyone
0: happy and comfy it's time to make everyone hate you we're gonna, we're gonna get serious to for just a second <laughs> Who is best pony?
2: Ooh, well, you know what? I'm going to twist that uh, question around a little bit. And I'm going to say that there are two ponies that personally resonate with me, specifically two. Uh, okay. I appreciate Twilight's intellectual thing, her uh, a bit of her neuroticism, a bit of her curiosity. I can t- easily reflect with Twilight and understand part of where she comes from, even her Strange, social, oh, God, I really don't understand what people are thinking, but I'm going to try anyway kind of thing. Don't worry. If I sound like I'm personable, I'm faking it. I'm faking the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one is Rarity. Why Rarity? Well, why not? She's a creator. She's a business owner. She's A, a lot of her problems are problems that I have to deal with. And it's like, yeah, no, I totally know where you're coming from with that. So, yeah, I can totally resonate with Rarity.
3: Okay, I see. You favor the unicorns above all else, huh? You
4: I mean, they, they are her?
2: Best Pony, come on! <laughs> Pegaside Best Pony. Uh, I, I feel bad for the Earth Ponies. I mean, at the beginning of the series, they were supposed to have specific things that they did, and they have lost all of
1: them. But, but they love being covered in mud, though.
2: Okay,
3: they get to keep that. They secrete mud. <laughs> they secrete Yay! mud from their orifices. They don't what? sweat.
1: Create some form of mud from our orifices. Some of us more than others. Enigma, and some of us out our mouths when we speak. Can we move on?
0: Yes, so. of course. Because now we are ready for user submitted questions. So we're gonna uh-huh. start. We're gonna start with some questions from Lieutenant Major Dude. Um, are they
2: so, a lieutenant or a major? Both.
0: Both, oh. both at the same time. <gasps> So he starts by saying, ah, yes, Pony Finder, you are its maker, its creator, its god. Sorry, I haven't played it. Not only am I broke, but I have no time nor friends to play it with, sad face. Uh, so um, here are the questions. You're a D&D player, aren't you? What is the funniest role-playing session you've had? It doesn't have to be D&D, but uh, definitely an RPG pen and papers type thing.
2: Okay, let's see. Funniest thing. Oh god, I have to think of what's the funniest moment in my entire life. That's really difficult. How about I just uh, give a moment from a recent game that's not necessarily the funniest thing of all times.
4: Go for it. Please do. do.
2: Alright, so we're playing a game of Mummy's Mask, except all the characters are, you know, horses and cats with wings and other such things. Because why not? Thank you, Pony Finder. Uh, One of the characters is one of those cats with wings. Is a literal cat girl, and she she's also played by a girl. Go figure. And we set off a trap. The roof falls in and allows these undead mummy cats to come rushing at us. And she's like, and her reaction, oh, it's adorable. I try to make friends with one. She is totally not a druid of any kind. But we all just kind of went silent for a moment, and the was like, well, all right, your chances aren't very high, but go ahead and make a roll. And she rolls a natural 20, and she gets a <laughs> new undead kitty <kiddie> friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good for her! I'm, Good for fucking guests.
2: I'm gonna name it Squishy! <laughs> she was so happy. Aww.
1: That's really sweet.
0: Um, The next question is... What is your favorite
2: paper RPG character you like
0: to play as? So I like, uh, think that means
1: class.
2: I like, tend to play spellcastery types, things like wizards, but not necessarily wizards. I like being a uh, support utility person. So I like having a lot of tricks that I can pull out whenever the group is in a tight spot. So the adventure may continue.
1: Yay! Awesome. Perfect. Thank
0: you. Uh, one day you woke up and you turn into Spike the Dragon. What is the first immediate action you do?
1: And remember, here on the uh, Barcast, killing yourself is always an option.
2: Wee! If we're being perfectly honest, freak out would probably be the first thing. But then after that, I would probably find a mirror and go, "Oh, wow, this is neat. This is not the body I had before." And I'd probably figure out what that, how that worked. Now I would sit there playing with the mirror for probably some time until Twilight showed up and said, Spike, you're acting weird.
1: I have yeah. to ask, knowing, knowing that you know who Spike is, would you send just horrifying spam mail to Celestia?
4: I'm not thought- much of a troll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I mean, in terms of personality.
1: I mean, you could send her like love notes then if you'd rather do that.
2: I would probably write a little letter telling her who I really am. Hi, I am not who you think I am.
4: Oh, nice <laughs> I
1: would I would just send her messages that said, like, do you want to make your penis four times longer? No, okay, no. I I just no, have horrifying spam.
0: Her horn, and then what if she sent you bits? <laughs>
1: I'm implying I'm she doesn't have a dick. Come on, freakies, get real.
3: You yeah, I get, I get the feeling that one day one of our guests would ask this question. Is going to answer with commit arson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's like the last thing I would do. <laughs>
1: uh, sorry, I, I'm I'm done talking about Celestia Dick. Now we can move on. All
0: right. So now we have some questions from Tony Montana. <gasps> he
2: starts by asking, "What got you into writing?" Oh God. So here's a funny thing. When I was a small child, before there was an internet, or at least one that you would even possibly recognize, uh, I liked writing little nothing things. Basically, I was writing fan fiction when I was a kid, and there wasn't even the internet to tell me that that was a good and or bad idea.
4: <laughs> right. And but then was...
3: Barney and then Barney and Superman saved the day.
4: Hooray!
2: I was playing uh, playing a lot of Final Fantasy. I liked Final Fantasy. So I wrote happy adventures that took place in that universe. I then proceeded to find the internet. Oh, God, what happened? And I uh, hopped on there, and I immediately got into running role-playing games, which made me write lots of things about the worlds that I was making, because like, oh, here's the thing. Where you're doing all your adventuring in and people would go, Oh, okay, this is kind of interesting. And I would I would twist things in weird directions. One of the longest things I ran was basically Furry Final Fantasy as an online game. And it was actually pretty big, as in sixty people logged in at a, at a time at any time of the day. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. I mean,
0: oh gosh, there was this one game. And now I've forgotten what it is, and now I look weird. Oh, Keep, keep talking. Go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cover my mistakes.
1: No one can do that. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> no, it's fine. Priest, you need to actually ask questions, even if you're thinking of a game.
2: <laughs> wow. I, I see. I can see that there are other questions to be asked
1: is going
2: to go Yes, there are.
0: No, no, no. There was, a, there was a problem and I needed to handle it. So, next question. Uh, are there any stories that you have written upon reflection that didn't end the way you had intended? So,
2: here's a funny thing about that. Uh, remember that question that I like to keep asking, like, every single writer that I happen to bump into in this chat? Which is, are, do you plan your stuff or do you just write your stuff? As far as I know, I'm one of the only ones that just writes their stuff. I don't plan things. I have no idea what's going to happen next in my story until I actually write what happens next in my story.
1: No, you and I are alike on that actually. I, I especially when I take a premise and I say this sounds entertaining or I have an exact end in mind and that's it. And then I just write and see how it goes.
2: Oh man, I love premises. Like I have had commissioners just like give me a picture and say, I want a story to match this picture. And I go, yes, I can I can totally do that.
4: And I just and run off with it. And prompts are
1: better. Vague prompts are better. If you try to make it too specific, it's it's not as entertaining as for like, can you write a story about what happens if a pony's feet are ticklish and they kick someone? I'd be like, yeah, I can write that. That's easy.
0: And then he kicks him in the nose and then breaks and just blood everywhere.
1: And I would have gone nuts, but that's just me.
3: <laughs> right. Fair, fair. And that is the end. In the world of Pony Finder, what kind of bathrooms do they use?
2: What the do you do you expand around that? Well, uh, well let's see. I am fairly certain that they still have outhouses.
4: Oh so they <laughs> yeah. so okay. have with
2: straw? Okay. I mean failing that you have a hole in the ground.
4: Yeah, yeah, like you can you can dig a hole. Right. I mean, and if you're really desperate, well the river's over there.
0: All right, next question. (laughs) Have you written any stories that were criticized or proved controversial amongst your fans? And if so, why do you think that might be? See,
2: now there's kind of a tricky thing. You say amongst my fans. Most of my fans, you say my fans, usually don't get like really controversial about my stories. They'll get questions and they'll wonder a bit. And then I like say what I'm thinking and they're like, oh, okay. And for the most part, that's it, it's done. Controversy happily erupts amongst people who are not my fans. (laughs) Um, I wrote a Undertale story. And it's not that it was Undertale that was a problem. The problem was that I made it a displaced Undertale story. Oh, Oh, what was I thinking? Uh, I was specifically trying to subvert that trope. I was like, okay, I'm going to write a a displaced story that's not sucky. That doesn't use almost all the tropes that display stories abuse. It's like I'm not going to not going to make a super OP character that totally overwrites the personality of somebody you love with a personality that you don't like at all. And it's just not worth reading, basically. <laughs> I actually respect the
0: attempt to subvert like uh like commonly used tropes in a like bad genre. I love doing I that. What, right. I yeah, I, I agree.
2: So I, I, I went ahead and used Undertale because Undertale has a protagonist who literally, by canon, has no personality. It's like, what? you can't overwrite what's not there. Wait, what character did
0: you use? Sorry, Being Undertale. The the protagonist. What yeah.
2: The Please, no what game committed. did you
0: play? <laughs> okay, sorry, my bad.
2: Yeah, no, the protagonist literally has no words that you don't
1: put in their mouth
0: right of course
1: which means they have to help anyone they can kill everyone i mean they could be a homicidal maniac if they wanted to
2: we don't know so i made this happy human who ends up falling into mlp as frisk and then goes on wild adventures there the um he did did have the kind of reload from save functionality but it only turned on basically when he died which he did um, frequently (laughs) It was. It, uh, I thought it was great fun. It doesn't. It does not have a bad rating. But almost everybody I actually talked to about it, and that has the capacity to review things, go, "Oh God, it's this place," and they put it down really quickly. Uh, so, and what was the name of that story? Uh, and Undertale. One second. One second. I oh, have no, too I, many I, stories. I
4: think... okay. Oh,
1: pish! Let me see. You can't have that many stories, right? Oh God. I okay you stories. can't uh yeah you you and i are of uh similar status on that one um i can find it if you'd like oh no, i'm, I'm
2: scrolls- like already scrolling through them right now scroll 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 oh sweetie Belle serves lunch that was cute all right scroll 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 that's not what i'm looking for though i am looking for oh twilight pre-starlight That was amazing. okay that's still not what i'm looking for there it is an undertale of a question the other challenge I had was I'm going to stay true to the theme of the thing I'm crossing over, but I'm not going to suddenly steal all of the characters. The only character I take from Undertale is Frisk. But I try to tell a very Undertale-y type of story.
0: Right. If that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. But
1: with MLP characters,
2: yay! But let's um, adventure so on real...
4: oh, go One ahead. moment.
1: Um, for those who want to read the story, I'm going to be adding it to uh, the BarCast, I'll post a link towards that. It'll be under our Featured Writer Stories, which is where we put stories you talk about when we're doing the BarCast.
2: Just so you what know. What you're saying is that I should mention more stories. I see how this works.
1: Two or three, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Immediate limit.
1: Well, <laughs> most people oh. only have like three or four or five stories, you have 53. So there's a big difference.
2: Yeah, I only started writing on FIMFIC like a year and so much change ago.
1: Your account says it's very old and then I remember that accounts are like...
2: Oh no, I made the account long before I started writing. Then I started writing and then all the words came. All of them. We had to make up new words just so I can write them. All right, well let's see. My oldest one was uh, December of uh, 14. Okay, so it's more than one or two. Go figure. Well, let's, question. Yeah, let's venture on
0: forward.
4: Um Pleasure.
0: If you were given the chance to end the show at any point without modifying any of the episodes, where would you end it?
2: Oh, God. I don't want the show to end. <laughs> All right, now, I'm kept... still enjoying it. I feel like it has not hit the Simpsons and or Family Guy level of why it is why is this dead horse being beaten so long? <laughs> I'm, I still like the new angles they find. No, not every episode is great, but a lot of them are interesting that I still want to keep watching it. So it's like, I, it, we haven't gotten there yet. Though, so if I had to pick an episode, if I had to, I. So, oh, but you said I can't change anything. See, what I would do if I could, if I had ultimate power, I would uh, redo the episode where Twilight gets her wings. I would let the original episode happen the one that they that um, M A Larson actually wrote before they totally redid it, because huh. you know that that wasn't his story. What yeah. was the original? That it was a series ender. Huh. He wrote it as a series ender, not a season ender, and it was very different. And then they redid everything; they they changed the whole thing Ugh. to make it a, to make it a season ender. You know what I mean? And then so, now so then I they're just
4: sitting
2: here like, to, like what do we do right? now? Well th- th- they went forward. And you know, it's not like I'm not that bad about it, because I mean I still like the show. I still watch the show. But yeah, no, if I if I was going to work some magic, I'd probably just do that. If I had to pick an episode and just call call it uh just cut it off right there, hit leave it on a high note and get on with life.
3: Or you could end it right there, and then another series, a spinoff, like a next generation of that could happen, where, you know...
2: Oh, oh, even better.
3: Twilight and all their friends are mentioned in history or whatever, or maybe they're the parents or grandparents
4: of the new characters. Part of me wonders what the next generation of pony will be. Will they ever
2: strike... Will they ever bottle this lightning again? Probably not. Spike will
4: still oh, we'll, be we'll in it. We'll
1: never know.
0: It'll be hard to say. Uh, well, why don't we move on? Uh, if, you, if you could modify but not delete any episode in the show, which one would you choose and how would you change it?
4: Okay! I got I, I have,
2: Wait, no, no. This one's oh. actually... This one's a better one. There was a recent episode where Fluttershy happily showed that she has some vision and ability to say what she wants it was great i felt the ending could be improved with the slightest little tweak yeah she got the uh the three contractors and they all just kind of went off and did their own thing right you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. and then she shows up and she's like wow this this sucks you suck everything sucks and they're like well you suck too and then they just storm off and that's basically that's the end of their involvement And I feel like that was kind of a missed opportunity because nothing was really learned in that episode. I understand that episode is mostly a showcase episode to show that Fluttershy has grown a lot. But they could have. Here's my my fix. They do their thing. Fluttershy comes in. She says, oh, this sucks. Everything sucks. You all suck. But before she can fire them, the animals show up. The animals show up and they tear everything apart, just like they do in the regular show. You wouldn't have to change a single frame of that. Animals tear everything apart. And then that's when the contractors go, oh, this is not what we thought it was going to be. They apply their hooves to their faces, apologize, and say, all right, we're going to do this exactly the way you want it because you're the expert. And they're the ones that actually learn a lesson. And then,
4: done deal.
3: You know, uh, I was so I was so sure that the twist you're gonna do was was that the Jaret talks. What? Um, I approve, but that's not where I was going. <laughs> Anymore, anyway, please.
1: anyway. Uh,
0: what character in the show would you like to see more of, and are there any you'd like to see
4: written out?
2: Yeah. Are you implying there's a pony that's not awesome? Pharisee. Uh, oh, see. Are you are you saying that Jelly Pony is entangled to the show? There, I do I think, think know, there's I one think pony. Set up Jellypony, Chumby show now.
0: I, I do think Twist is garbage. I we don't know, know anything about Twist. I hate Twist, twist
1: so much.
0: All, the, all we know is that the minute that she got her cutie mark, she's like, "Oh, sorry, yeah. Apple Bloom, we can't hang out."
2: And that's literally been her entire character. Did we ever see Twist again after that? I can't remember. Yes,
1: we did. She it shows up, up yeah.
2: once in a while just to, like, say a word or two. Yep. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, <laughs> if you were given a chance
0: to write a character for the show, would you? And what would the character be?
2: Write a character for the show? Ooh. Man. You were, you were You're playing player. hardball this time. I see him. This Tony man.
4: Okay. If I was going to write a character for the show, I would write – you know what
2: I want? I want Star Swirl, gosh darn it. Can we actually actually have some information on him? God.
3: That would be pretty nice. I would like that. Can you have him voiced by Patrick Stewart?
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm
2: okay with that. But I mean, um, from the various canon bits we've gotten, which are all unreliable, the only reliable canon that I trust in is what we actually see in the show. Um, he dealt with time magic a lot, which meant they would not break that canon if he just literally just appeared. Pop! <laughs> Say, oh, I, I finally escaped from the re- clutches of time. How are things going? Oh, things have changed.
0: All right, next question. (laughs) Well, I – oh, this is a question actually. It's just when I see paragraphs, I just naturally think there's going to be some crazy story. You've inherited the power to change the planet to your liking. You can do whatever you want to the planet. However, there is a price. Each change you make to the Earth comes with side effects, which you have no control over and are completely random. Over 90% of side effects are relatively harmless or just silly, such as frogs being able to sing jazz, while others are catastrophic, such as magnitude 9.0 earthquakes happening in Louisiana. Undoing the side effects without undoing the change that initially causes the side effects will only cause more side effects to form. Not being able to know what side effects will occur with each change you make, would you take a chance and make any change at all?
2: Yes, I would make the human psyche recognize all of humanity as a family instead of their insular clan structure. Oh, so That is the most into altruistic
1: thing. That's the most absurdly altruistic thing I think anyone's ever said on this show.
2: Well, I mean, if, if it's, it has the possibility of, of wrecking all sorts of havoc, it's like, okay, let's make it something so good that even if something terrible did happen, it would be worth the price. But here's okay. the price. No,
0: I have a joke, and I can't not say right. it. I'm sorry. Any you coming said joke? The, the change is that you made everyone consider like the human race family, right? Do
1: it. Incest is no, legalized. In God damn it! I knew it was about incest. That's what I said. <laughs> I,
2: I, I was gonna say that it just starts raining puppies. What? Now, see, here's the thing. That's there, at least. Puppies. Oh God! Now you're gonna get me talking about sociology. Let's just skip that. The adventure must continue.
0: All right, RK Striker JK5 has a question: Have you written for stuff other than Pony?
2: Yes. He didn't ask what, though.
0: I'm free. Hey. <laughs> What's your favorite non MLP franchises?
2: Ooh. Do, 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 do. Favorite franchise. Well, I have devoted an unhealthy number of years to Final Fantasy, even if I feel like the the more recent ones have kind of lost me by a lot. Yeah. But then again, I I like fourteen. You're not alone. Wait, four am I getting the numbers right? Yeah, fourteenth the online one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the online one, yeah. Yeah, I I played eleven and fourteen. And I when had good time to both of those because they both remembered that this is supposed to be a, you know, fantasy game. It's, you know, it's in, the, it's in the
3: name. When you, said, when you just bl- uh, blurted it out, I like 14, that could have been taken out of context so easily.
1: If you're going to well, say anything, in- oh, never mind, I'm not even going to suggest it because I, I think I know what Nick was implying, and I don't really give a shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next question. Now, questions from Dash Loon. Uh, if you could, would you? I feel like there's something missing from there. However, I think I've proved that I do things that I could, or else
1: I wouldn't be here. Yes, correct. The answer is yes. Yes, correct. Good job. Good job. How would you eat your steak? Ooh, I'm going to judge you. Let's do this. <sighs>
2: oh, I'm being judged. Um, well, since I don't trust random places, I tend to get medium well.
4: Hmm.
1: What if you have, well, no, I'm saying, what if you're cooking your own steak?
4: Then I tend to cook it until it feels right. And then I eat it. That's actually kind of fair. Yeah.
1: But, but you're right. not, you're not cooking until it's gray in the middle, right? You're not cooking it till it's gray in the middle, right? Are we, are we?
2: I have very often sliced into the steak that I have cooked and had juices go flying everywhere.
1: As it should be. That is the entire way I that it should be. Okay. And then I ate it anyway. Om nom nom nom. Some right.
3: delicious cow juice right there. It should
1: be juicy. It should be juicy. It's gray in the middle. You're doing it wrong.
0: The barcass officially states that rare is a good way to take steak. So, moving on. Would you have fun with Enigma's Dragon Tit Abomination? What the fuck? Wait, what? This is this an actual what? question. That's that is is the question. question. From Deshloon, oh, would you have fun with Enigma's dragon tit abomination? So, this is Ember. Ember the dragon.
3: He has
1: actual female tits, like, like woman tits. Would you enjoy this, yes or no?
3: He's a bit confused here. As context, I wrote a story where Ember was anthro and she had dragon tits just because, you know, why she not? She
1: has breasts.
3: Exactly. A dragon. And okay. Nice He's asking if you would.
2: Well, I will start by noting that I am a 37-year-old virgin.
4: So yes. So. Moving on. Moving on. We'll just <laughs> I let that to, lie. I forgot to <laughs> mention that rule.
1: <wrong. laughs> Fuck. Let's move on.
0: i will just let that lie all before I then. We'll move to a question from Balloons Three. What is
4: your favorite story that you have written? <laughs> now. <laughs> I have written too many stories.
2: Uh, let's see. I'm going to come back over here. <sighs> Favorite story that I have written. Oh my god. Y- y- you know at this point I am like quickly scrolling through all of my stories. Uh... Well it's okay. We
0: can come back to
2: that. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, th- just just think about it. We can come back. Uh, the next question is from Cuber Snuggles. Uh, you
2: have three minutes in Equestria. What to? Uh, let's see. I would determine how close I am to a powerful spellcasting unicorn, approach spellcasting unicorn, and explain my situation as quickly as possible
4: so they can possibly fix it. Very fair. Then let's go to...
0: Did Pinky Explores the Dark Turn Out... the. Oh, did Pinky Explores the Dark turn out the way you thought it would? If not, how badly did we screw it up?
2: You guys did not screw it up. My entire goal for that story was I was challenged to write a dark story. And I was like, okay, I'm going to write a dark story, but never forget who my character's true natures are, and that this is MLP at the end of the day. And that is kind of what I stuck to. That was just what was in my head. And we managed to pull that off, I think, reasonably well. We had a nice dark story that ended, well, wait, that'd be spoilers. So I'm not going to say that. But no, actually, I really like the way that story ended up.
1: Awesome. Uh, We we have a question from the chat. Uh, (gasps) It says, David, will the space squid Cthulhu settle down to raise squidlings or terrorize Prince Silver and his royal herd?
2: That feels like a very spoilery question. If you're asking if they will have spawned, yes. However, the timeline of that spawn might be actually thoroughly outside the story's uh, scope because Cthulhu creatures usually aren't in a hurry.
4: Well, there you go. (laughs)
2: Lovecraftian creatures, but okay. Now, quick. Lovecraftian, I've heard cathonic, there's all sorts of different terms for that.
0: Now, quick over to pencil. Pencil, do you like puns, yeah. specifically ones involving your username?
1: I've heard a lot of them, and they're okay usually.
0: Okay, we get the point. Now back to David. Oh, <laughs> is it is it too late?
1: I'm so mad at you, Priest.
0: It's never too late. Insert song reference here. Um, next question: What's
2: your favorite flavor of cake? Um, I'm going to instead answer what my least favorite flavor of cake is. I don't like chocolate death, and that goes for cake and ice cream. If it's just chocolate on chocolate, I'm not interested. Chocolate is an accent, not a main flavor, in my opinion.
4: Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, cat pones? yes or no?
2: Sure! In fact, we have the stats for cat ponies in Pony Finder! I was about to ask. I was about to ask. The adventure we have you covered.
3: Alright. Uh, next question is... You also, will you also include
2: food ponies into the Pony Finder? Sorry, which pony?
4: Food ponies.
2: No, we do not have food ponies. We have fox ponies.
0: Ooh. Now I'm interested, but let's, let's push on. Uh,
2: Mobile Sam has a question, how do you feel about cabbage? It is an acceptable vegetation. I will gladly eat it, as almost any other green given to me to go with my meat. Whoa,
0: lewd. Okay, moving on. Question from Glitch319, do you
2: have a favorite game, and if so, what is it? My favorite game is very mercurial. At the moment, I am playing Path of Exile because I've managed to rope a bunch of people in my Discord into playing it with me. And those games are much more fun with actual people that you know. Um, just in case you don't know what the heck that is, that's basically a Diablo clone. All right. Yeah, uh, I've actually played a little Path to Exile. It's pretty fun. There you go. Now then,
0: we're going to go to a massive post from Alex underscore, <sighs> who has some role play for all of us. Uh, Yay! The podcast is releasing official merchandise, starting with Enigma. Oh! One of the products will be a t-shirt with your beautiful face on it. However, budget constraints and good taste means that there can only be one design. Even though there are so many wonderful expressions to choose from, including the someone finally hugged me face and the oh my god steak face, the classic, I'm being licked, and this it might be arousing me. Face, what one do you choose?
3: Probably the licked one.
1: Thanks, thanks, thanks for that enigma. Thanks, I I now can never ever think of the time I licked your face without thinking that you might have been aroused by that. Thank you, thank you for that.
3: I I just like the expression Priest had in the back. Well, I now it's like your it's turn,
0: pencil. pencil. Ah. Sure. Because it's been decided that the fully poseable, a non-pencil action figure with a 360 articulation and durable accessories should also speak your most famous catchphrases and/or quotations when her stomach is squeezed. What one or ones do you select?
1: Uh, first of all, if you squeeze her stomach, she should just vomit. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would I'll be much better. I
4: think
1: that would be more fitting. Uh, pro- but if there was a catchphrase, it'd probably be, oh my god, Enigma, you a piece of shit. Or what the fuck is wrong with you?
3: <laughs> if you squeeze it on the stomach, we'll say, will uh, spray cheese come out the mouth?
1: Spray cheese. You could, you could attach it to a spray cheese can. That would make sense as well. Uh, also, please don't create an action figure of me, because I know some of you out there, one of you fucks will stick it up with their anus. So please don't do that.
0: Speaking of anuses, milk. Wake up. Okay. Okay. Now I'm good. You are in charge of the plushie development, and obviously, you want one to have a unique smell that reflects you and your colleagues' distinctive personalities and quirks. What sort of smells come to mind when you think of your fellow barcasters?
2: <sighs> I can't help but feel the beginning and the ending of that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, that
4: happened. <laughs> mm,
0: you know what? Let's just let's just say completely fuck it and douse everything in Bebsy. Bebsy! Bebsy, yes.
3: B-
1: like...
0: Kerosene. Kerosene?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fire and burn away your shame.
0: Huh. Alright, you can go back to sleep, now. Okay. Everyone. Uh, Priest is overseeing the whole project, but for the time being, you have only enough money to pay for the development of one more product. The two best ideas you have so far are the Dragon's Teat caffeinated infant formula, or a kit... <laughs> Or a Thing Pwn Fleshlight, complete with teeth. What idea do you pick, whether, uh, whether one of these or something else? Honestly, let's go with the Thing Pwn Fleshlight because someone's into that. So That's
4: fascinating
0: to that. Weaver all targets now on David Silver because yes. you have bought a BarCast brand screaming closet for three twenty nine ninety nine before tax. And you had to wait three long days for its arrival. But when it was finally delivered, you were disappointed to see it just looks like a quite cheap and slightly worn wardrobe. Nevertheless, you drag it into your bedroom and place it against the wall opposite of your bed. This is when you get your second disappointment. You can't open it. The doors are stuck fast. However, you decide to keep it. After all, this is a limited edition designer item, and the bar has a strict no-returns policy. That night, when you go to sleep, you are suddenly awoken by high-pitched screaming that seems to come from the closet. Sometimes it moans or cries, but it nearly constantly makes some sort of unsettling noise. Not only that, but when you are lying in your bed at night, you swear you feel like you are being watched from darkness. Eventually, you can take it no longer. You get up, grab your trusty crowbar, and start to prize the doors of the closet open. You just can't stand the screaming. After a while, you break through the hardwood doors and you're able to pull them open. What do you see inside? Dun,
2: dun, dun. Clearly this, it was a interesting attempt at the Barcast crew to get in my house. Well, I mean, you're here right now, so it worked. No, I'm just saying, I open
4: it up, there you are. (laughs) There's all (laughs) of you.
2: All all of us, yeah. On on top of each other, just all sorts of disarray, smelling probably terribly because, you know, there's not a lot of Facilities and a uh, closet thing. Right. Say, <laughs> so, oh, there you are. I was wondering That's why you haven't true. done a broad podcast in a while. Alex, we the Trojan closet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Now we have some questions
4: for you from Trixie Forrester. Hi, Bevib. Time for questions. What is your favorite letter? E podcast is brought to you by the letter e what is your favorite number 42 what is your favorite fruit peaches Peaches. (laughs) anyway i'm gonna go with peaches but they have to be slightly unripe peaches the kind
2: that you can actually eat like an apple oh i do like those
3: don't peaches have wasps in them
2: Only if you do it wrong. Enigma does everything wrong. He does. Well, enjoy your (laughs) loss.
3: I just don't know what went wrong. So,
0: next question from Trickster Forester. What is your favorite style of sword?
4: Style of sword? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I haven't really used a sword in real life before, but
2: are we talking like what I want my character to use?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm like going like there's to... broad swords, long swords,
2: short swords, scimitars.
1: Horseman swords. Sk- you want to say it again? <laughs> you say that well, you
2: crazy? know what? I'm gonna be boring as hell because now I'm thinking back to Dark Souls. And most of the time, I ended up using ye old trusty longsword. Fair, fair. Please don't go
4: back to the scimitar. All right, moving back. Uh, what is your favorite species of whale? Hmm. The living kind. Let's try to keep them that way. Yay! Save the whales,
2: everybody!
1: Okay, scimitar, right priest.
2: Scimitar. Yeah. It's an all adventure right. that can't be ignored.
1: Thank you. Woo, adventure, scimitar
0: drink. Whale. All right, now I have questions from the other, other guy. Who writes something in all caps? So clearly I have to scream it. Pardon me. For one, hey! Second.
2: Wait, was that the question? Nope.
0: No. Here we go. Can someone explain to me why my cat is acting like such a pussy when my dog is acting like a bitch? They've been running around my house for hours. I mean, if you want to fuck so bad, we can have a threesome. God damn it!
4: I'm
2: afraid to inform you that you are experiencing the natural world. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that this can be disorienting and confusing, and possibly a little alarming. But take heart; your adventure is just beginning. I love
1: it drink and it was hilarious nicely fucking done i'm gonna drink now
0: (laughs) (laughs) next question how was your day it was good yay uh next question chocolate or
2: vanilla i think we already know of those two vanilla but vanilla with a little chocolate in it perfect
0: next question actually a pretty good one what is the most important quality for a good gm
2: Ooh, the ability to read and react
4: to your players. I like that. Uh, now we have questions from Killscreen, who hey. is in
0: the chat and for some reason still liking us. It's great.
1: Well, well first of all, can, can I just t- tell him that uh, killsy Coon, I'm sorry I insulted Fidget Spinners, but, like, I, I mean, you understand why, I'm sure. Anyway, that's all.
0: Which his first question is, David, Silver, what
2: color is your fidget spinner? Um, It appears to be transparent, because I don't have one.
1: Woo! Right answer.
2: Man, we,
0: we've only had one fidget spinner on this cast so far. <laughs> uh,
2: next question. Yeah, are if you I was soon... to get a fidgeting device, if I get that really weird cube thing. Oh, I've got one of those. They're great.
1: Fidget cubes are really entertaining. I'll get that.
3: You mean Rubik's cubes? No. No, no fucker. <laughs> because technically you fitted with them and they are cubes. That's,
0: you're not wrong.
1: A whole Rubik's cube with only your thumb. I mean, I'm sure some freak out there can, and I'm proud of them for it, but you can't. Actually, I'm pretty sure you couldn't even complete one at all, I think. But that's a different matter, though.
0: All right. Next question. Are you excited about the future of Unknown's
2: Battlegrounds on PC? Now that is an amazing question because I only just heard about that like maybe a week ago because a channel that I subscribe to started doing a let's play of all three of their creators playing this game against the world because that's how this game works. It looks kind of interesting but it also looks like it's an, an incredible acid flip, but it is a well done acid flip in terms of it actually has a unique premise. So thumbs up on them, I hope it goes places. Um, would I like to play it? I'm pretty sure I would die terribly every time.
1: We got a question from the chat now. Uh, <sighs> Dragonborn Kitsune wants to know, so Silver, who draws your fanfic art?
4: Most of the time. Nobody in
2: particular. If somebody, especially if somebody asks for a story, I will then hit Google, type in the thing, find a story, find a picture. I will then use the story like a horrible bandit.
1: But that's kind of what I do
2: I also <laughs> then immediately go to that to that uh, image, you know, like where it's on DBNR or wherever, and I will post. Hi, I just used your picture. I did not ask permission. I'm very sorry about that. If that bothers you, I will take it down immediately. Just let me know. And then most of the time they go, like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. But I give them that option so that they can say, no, take it down now. And I will take it down. Hi,
1: hi! I just I broke really into your house
2: and stole your jewelry.
1: I, I should really be that courteous. That's a really good practice. I just always make sure I link back and like in all capital letters and shit and make sure there's always a link to their, their profile. But no, that's, that's a really good practice. I should start doing that.
0: And also right. to those who do take art that way, don't label it as giving their story extra
2: publicity.
1: Yeah, Please fuck don't. that. Please don't do that.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I just say, I wrote a story and used your picture as the title.
1: <laughs> right. No, I'm not accusing
2: you of doing that, David. We,
1: we, had, we had somebody who tried to pass off. as was like, yeah, we could get exposure for your art if you let me have some for free. I was like, if yeah, you, you are a creative person, you
2: must learn that exposure is a toxic word.
1: It is. It's super, super toxic.
2: I mean, you know, unless like CNN shows up and says, hi, yeah, we want to do like a a piece on you. It's like, okay, that's exposure I want. Sure. Yeah.
1: Even then, um, if if I may rant for like literally one second, uh, one of the reasons I think Huffington Post can go fuck itself has nothing to do with what's on it. It's that uh, they don't pay their fucking writers.
2: Ah, no, that's not cool
1: talk about it being for exposure because uh Huffington Post is such a big name that it will it will help your image like if you had such a big name you can fucking afford to pay your writers don't write for them guys find a different one at least cracked fucking pays the writers
0: true sure. ask brony writer he uh, is a cracked writer so moving on if you had to incorporate any aspect of quentin tarantino style writing into your game
2: what would it be Okay, there's an immediate fail there because I'm terrible at famous people, and it's like Quentin Tarantino, oh, he's a famous guy. Oh, I
1: can, help, I, can help, thought, I can help, I can help, I can help, I can Go for it, Pencil. Okay. Uh, Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Glorious Bastards, Django Unchained, uh, Death Proof, need any more help?
2: No, but it's amusing because I know all of those things and have actually sat down and watched zero of them.
4: I've oh. never
1: seen any of Tarantino. He's a very definitive style. He's not for everybody, but *Pulp Fiction* it'll give you an idea of his style. Pretty.
3: He does have a running theme of gallons upon gallons of blood, more than the human body can have.
2: So, yeah, I usually avoid that kind of thing.
1: Basically. Well,
2: then that explains. Oh, that
1: not everything. not everything.
2: Not everything. I mean, even in my writing, I—if I, there's blood, it's there for a reason, and only as much as should actually be there.
1: Pulp fiction is pro- probably one of his least bloody things. There was one very, very, very bloody scene, but
2: um, nah. <laughs> There's only one. Only one. He's well, no, whereas better, like
1: I swear. Kill Bill is no, Kill Bill is like all of the blood all the time. That's oh yeah, that no.
2: Happens. I mean that, that's like the
3: point of that movie. There was also all the blood in Hateful Eight.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that all uh, right. I'll see you jacket, whatever. Uh
0: last question from Kill Screen. Who is your favorite fandom DJ, and why is it Kill Screen and his sexy-ass face?
2: an ass
4: face? He has all right. an ass Alright,
2: you guys are talking like I was being too altruistic and nice, and I'm going to say a not-nice thing now that oh, was yay, probably kill con- con- controversial, and everybody's going to hate me.
1: Kill the right there. I'm so <laughs> right. Um,
2: pony music. Most pony music. I don't understand, because the only thing that makes the pony is the title of the song. Unless I'm, like, uh, I could don't. see that there are
0: some that use like pony clips and audio in order to create a story, and then there's actual like um.
2: No, Prince no, those those
0: those get a pass if they actually like use little clips and
2: things, but they you know they usually don't.
0: Are you thinking more along lines of like um? I, I'm I'm trying to get more information here, so Sorry. Uh, Let's let's get an example of like Prince whatever. Uh, he doesn't use clips from the actual show but he will write about like rainbow dash and gilda and maybe not always use the names of the actual
2: ponies is that what you're referring to well wait we're talking about music though is he actually like singing about them yeah i mean if he sings about mlp character he passes
1: uh yeah seriously i think you just have listened to the wrong music because the vast majority of my little pony music i've heard incorporates either singing about the characters clips from the ponies themselves of music from the show, sound effects from the show itself, etc. Like the vast majority. Huh.
2: Okay. Or, yes. You you have definitely had a different pony music experience than I have because like whenever I just run into a random video, it's usually just somebody doing music that they say is pony because they said it's pony, and it's like I don't get it. Huh. Well, yeah, definitely. Like I think the quintessential
0: song, like with Rolling Stone did coverage coverage on, is like a Discord the the Teamstone remix uh, with Eurobeat Brony. But,
2: anyway. That's the one I think it is, and I like that one. Yeah. All right, so so apparently my opinion wasn't nearly as controversial as I thought. I suck at being controversial, what the heck. No,
1: it's all good. uh, Was that pencil? said, nah, you're good.
0: Okay, cool, because now it's time.
1: (gasps) (gasps) Sorry, let let me get the voice...
2: Wait, are you saying the adventure is about to begin? About the to begin? adventure, it will begin.
1: It's time for questions with byline. That was
3: great. I like the little, like, tr- the
0: the little, uh, what's it called?
3: Vibrato, at the end. Thank you.
1: Nice. I, I, I tried something new today.
3: Vibrato with a V? Did you just say that?
0: Vibrato.
1: Vibrato with a v, the, as in?
0: Wait, so about
1: about Yeah. Uh,
0: Anyway, moving think... on. It's it's music stuff. Moving on. First question from Vylon is, what are your inspiration for your works?
2: Well, I mean, each one is just a little bit different. I, I have a basic idea, and then I run, run with it. I run with it like a horrible quarterback that doesn't understand where the end of the field is. It's a very confusing kind of situation. Well, uh, I mean... Sorry. Fair,
0: but but like, is there like, dude? I was about to say, do pictures get you off? Uh, do pictures <laughs> get get your like creative juices flowing? That's worse.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: That's still worse, priest, That still sounds like you're asking whether or not his dick gets hard and cum comes out.
4: Uh, I mean, wait, wait. it it, wait, it,
2: it, question, is, but... it really varies depending on the story. Some stories were inspired specifically by a picture. Um, Gazing to the Ocean of the Sky, one of my most beloved stories, at least in terms of upvotes and views. That one was inspired by the, by the picture, and I'm pretty sure most of the views are because of the picture.
0: <laughs> that actually, yeah, sometimes that happens.
2: But, yeah. it's weird. It is just a picture of this dolphin kind of pony working on a mechanical leg for herself so she can walk on land. Oh, that one. And I I looked at that, and I was like, wow, I can think of so much story behind that, just looking at that picture. And then I started writing, and then I I kept writing, and I I kept writing, and 100,000 words later, we had an ending. The ending is still open for a sequel. Oh, God.
0: Ooh, Prep, prepare. (laughs) Next
4: question. Are
0: Are there stories you've made that make you cringe when you look back on
2: it? Well, let's see. My really, really short silver verse one shots were all incredibly terrible. The first story that I ever published uh, online. Pretty awful. Um, Yeah, no, those are pretty much my most awful examples I can think of. As a note, despite the fact that it's awful, I still sell it.
1: (laughs) Good job. No, that's not sarcasm.
2: Yeah, amusingly, people, you know, people seem to like it, so, good on them.
1: The <laughs> oh, we have a question, we have a question from the chat. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no! Question from the chat. Boulder asks, does Priest's flurry baby fetish bother you? What the fuck? <laughs> um,
2: I, I don't think I'm aware of this, so I guess it doesn't bother me. Oh, not Oh, you're not aware of the baby?
1: Have you seen the baby? The baby is awful!
2: Hey, are, are you talking about Playheart? <laughs> Have yes, you, you seen that baby? And there's lots of interesting things about that baby. We need to be a little more specific.
1: It, it's, uh, to, to summarize, uh, Priest was trying to explain that the worst princess was the baby, but the way he tried to explain it was very vague, and instead it was just him saying, guys, I gotta tell you, it's like priest, it sounds like you want to fuck the baby. He's like, No, it's not, and then we've never let him live it down.
3: He's nice. like, Have you seen that oddly sexual at the time? I mean, it's here's okay,
2: see, here's the funny thing about her being the, the worst princess. She has the most legitimate claim to that title.
4: Because she was oh, no. born out of royalty?
1: I because no, because uh her father was never royal, just saying.
4: Maybe no, a royal yeah. pain in the ass.
2: I mean, she's the, she's the daughter of, of the Empress of the Empire. Yeah, she's, the she's a princess. princess. She's, the
1: a princess's daughter. she's a Hold princess's
0: daughter. Hold on, guys. Daughter. No, no, no. I, I want to I jump on this for a second.
2: Empress Cadence.
1: Again? You want to jump on the baby what Empress? What the fuck is wrong with you?
2: I, I mean, it's the Crystal Empire. You rule an empire. What does that make you? Empress Cadence. It's great. I'm going to use that. But I'm saying she is the daughter of the ruler. She's a princess. She's the most legitimate princess in the entire show, just by that.
3: She came out of royal Vagoo.
2: Exactly. She qualifies. She totally qualifies.
1: And Ding. she came out coated in royal jelly. Can we move on now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, now we have questions from Jappel, Apple, Apple Jack App.
1: Good job. Who, by the way, I I would like to say thank you for helping with the...
2: Look, I'm just saying, if there was an Applejack app, and it wasn't totally terrible, I'd probably download it. Actually, That's
3: all. It just reminds (laughs) you for 10 seconds to buy some apples. I would probably
0: download it. (laughs) That'd be be Apple Bloom.
4: (laughs) Moving on. Uh, What is your favorite all-time MLP villain? Now, that seems like one deserving of a two-pronged answer. Like, I
2: feel that Chrysalis has a lot to offer, but I don't think they're going to make her actually offer it properly.
1: Oh, it hurts me.
2: It's true, especially now that we have Skittles. Uh, Now, I don't think that reduces her ability to be a terrible person. In fact, I'm pretty sure that increases her ability to be a terrible person.
1: Oh, because mm. she's, she's still all buggy and, and cheese. And she needs to stay cheese. In my brain, she'll always be the cheese. So
2: well, the thing is, even by canon, technically there should be a lot of changings that were not there. So she should still have a hive, just not where she used to have a hive. Oh, yeah. All right.
0: AdWords! Uh, next question. Also, what old generation villain
2: would you like to see pop up in the new generation? Well, that would, that would require me to watch a lot more old generation ponies, which I, I didn't. I mean, I got into ponies with season one of this generation, so sorry. No, it's all good. Um,
0: Pencil's kind of our
2: resident old
0: generation My Little Pony uh, mm-hmm. expert. Wasn't there literally the devil?
1: Uh, nice. Sort of, but I'd much... There There were some wizards. Oh, like, ooh, like, oh! Sort of,
2: I thought of one. The, the, the kitty cat with the drug problem.
4: Oh, There's a kitty no, cat with a drug problem? What? Yes,
2: she is totally a Gen One canon thing.
1: I'm glad you're convincing my uh, significant other to watch, uh, you know, Old oh, My Little Pony. Thank thank you for that.
2: What? I mean, you, you never
1: heard of her?
2: I'm she, well aware of she, her. They she happily on. drinks down this exotic drug that makes her turn big and powerful, and and the, the entire thing is like a a lesson of yeah, as strong as that makes you feel, you should quit those drugs.
1: Because drugs are bad. You want to make so we, sure you can rely on your own personal abilities rather than yeah. relying on artificial substances.
4: Yeah, so no,
2: we she's turned
3: her, a drug idol cat. Yeah. So we turned her into an Amazon and provided fetish fuel for the fans at the time. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, you're pretty right about that. Uh, by the way, I would really like to see some of the wizards come back. There are at least two wizards I can think of. Uh, and I'd, lo- I'd love to see Applejack but, kick a wizard off a fucking cliff. I would Pencil, love that. Pencil, the last time you
3: showed us the movie, wasn't there, like, a gay mushroom wizard?
1: It, it was, it's a family of um, three wizards. Or, or are you thinking of the flume? Uh,
3: the, he shit up in that mo- in the smooth one. There was, like, a gay uh, mushroom smooth? wizard. And he's, yeah, and he sat on top of the mushroom. I, I we all lost our shit.
1: I mean, there's the flume, which is basically a tentacle rape monster. Do you remember that?
4: Yeah.
1: Or it actually, like, holds one of the girls upside down so her, so her uh, dress flies up. I was like, wow, as a child, I did not get how inappropriate that was.
2: But that's enough about the beginning of the adventure. We have to get back to the present. Yes, let's well, adventure onwards.
4: Thank you.
0: We have questions now for Daniel Slither. Question number one. Who is best pony? I already you answered answer that. It's true. Yay! Question number two: You are in Horseland for exactly twelve hours, but you are invisible and can't speak. What do? Right.
2: Right. Would, would they even? What do they even have? Their own version of English? I they, don't they, know. They but if I started writing words and hovering it in front of Twilight, she would lose her mind trying to figure out what it was. She, uh, they all speak and read common. Well, I'm sad. Everybody gets common for free, right?
3: Yeah. We must must now speak the, the intergalactic language,
4: English. Question number three Would you, a thing pony?
2: This is when I kind of shrug a little bit. And... Uh,
1: well, well, here, here. Let me, uh, let me show you. If you check in our chat, I'll post. No, no, I,
2: I, I know what that is. I know what that oh, is.
1: Oh, good. I would not have to. Oh, that's lovely. I'm glad. Usually, I have to explain that in great detail. Um, however, I will say to the normal uh, barcasters who know me, um, I have a new favorite thing thingpon picture.
2: You do. So, I, I feel like my, I feel like my answer from before applies to this though.
1: Oh, I do. I've, I, this is my new she favorite thing less, she picture.
2: Absolute. She seems less thingpone in this. Looks more like a it's Lamia
1: pony.
2: Look, look at her neck. Oh yeah,
1: that's wrong.
2: That, that is not the most thing pwn I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, I know. Good, the the, the top tame. one is the most thing ponyest thing
1: thingpone. The bottom one I like <laughs> from neck. All she right. still has I Red like, like, I like, has, I like the, the eyes, head.
4: though.
0: Yeah. Next question? How do you keep track of all the ideas you intend to put into a long story? I don't. Yay! Just like a (laughs) real DM. (laughs) I mean, That's um... that's one thing that kills me about one of the campaigns that I run, not to go off, but I have a guy who literally just sits and takes notes on everything that's happening. So if I pronounce a name wrong or forget one tiny
2: detail, he goes, but wait, you said this. It's like, well, I was fucking wrong. There is a reason why I designed Everglow. That's the world of Pony Finder, the way that I did. The world of Everglow itself is sort of in a state of quantum uncertainty. Whether or not certain things are the way they are, that's kind of up to you and your GM. I'm not going to tell you you're right or wrong. And if I say something that contradicts something, eh, that's actually canon.
1: Uh, we have a question from the chat from Dragon <gasps> Akatsune again. <gasps> yeah, I know. Uh, Silver, what do you think of obscure game crossovers? Like really obscure sometimes to the point of no translation into English?
2: I feel that you're kind of taking on extra baggage without any of the potential game you're pretty much just giving yourself a lot of extra work for no really good reason unless you just really like that game fair enough so i mean yeah the whole point of a crossover is you're you're bringing in an ip that theoretically people will go oh i know that thing that you're doing and will hopefully be interested in, on some level or another, and then you can explore the themes from there. But if everybody, literally everybody, has no idea what you're talking about, well, why don't you just make it up at that point?
1: Well, unless you're writing it just for you.
2: Yes. Now, he gives questions for
0: all of you fucktards. Woo! Uh, number one, Woo. which pony race has the superior booty?
1: I'm about to go with Bendy on this one. I say Alicorn Booty's best booty. <laughs>
2: I actually agree with you. Uh, David, gonna, what do you think? Well, if we're measuring it by size, an alicorn certainly have an advantage.
4: I'm so. going to say earth
3: ponies because they have to walk everywhere so their like, butts are pretty taut.
1: You know, actually, that, that is, they probably do have the most muscular booties out of any of them. So if that's what you're into, that's a really good point.
0: you got to have that tight, not the thick.
2: Well, see, but there's a problem. With them, is it de- that it that varies way too much depending on which Earth pony we're talking about. I mean, theoretically, most unicorns walk just as much as most Earth ponies, because most but unicorns I mean, about, can't teleport.
1: Specifically, let's think about the two Earth ponies in the main six. Pinkie Pie is always jumping everywhere, so that ass has got to be tight. Um, and Applejack <laughs> with all that kicking. Legs. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, seriously, I, just just saying. Both those ponies, I'm sure the anal sex would be a plus. Just saying.
0: Plus, they got them legs. Anyway, uh,
1: no, no, Hugo... no, no. We, we didn't ask milk. Milk!
4: Which ass is most fat of pony races? Uh, most fat of pony races.
1: Best ass in the pony races. Oh, best at Luna. Probably like species.
0: Oh, species. Gri- also, Griffin. For oh. Booty? <laughs> if we're going if we're going specifically a character, then we're gonna go Luna. If we're gonna go with like a race, it's gonna be Griffin.
1: Griffin boots so you'd like that furry booty. Yeah. Alright,
0: alright. Uh, he goes on to say with number two, if you said Pegasi, you can go fuck yourself. You're wrong, kiddo. Here's why. Pegasi do the least amount of walking, so they have the least developed glutes. On average, there are always exceptions. Wait. I was right.
1: Over. Yeah, you were right, Enigma. Bask in it, roll in it, ready go.
0: Because they need not be able uh, they need to be able to fly. Their bodies burn fat very efficiently. A lack of any well-defined leg muscle combined with almost no adipose tissue means it's all bone. The ass is not fat. Shake's comment still says placeholder, I win nine internet points. Moving on to Sunbro for life. Who asked David, what's your favorite superhero to hate?
2: Let's go with Superman. He's always an easy super uh, hero to hate.
1: I'll high five he on he's
2: that. so perfect.
3: Yeah, Superman's only interesting when he goes evil.
1: Or when he becomes a communist in other worlds, just saying.
4: Yeah, and sometimes he's boring even when he's a villain. It's true. Yeah. Uh, next question. What is your favorite boss fight, video game or
2: otherwise?
4: I was
2: um, again. My brain tends to work in frequent and uh, recent things, but I was really impressed with the Undertale boss fights, uh, specifically yeah. the the end game boss fights, especially because I I played it without spoilers. So I was so I was doing. It, I was like, oh my god, what the hell just happened? Wait, what? Wait, what? 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 And it just uh, kept kept me surprised the whole way through. Is that neutral or pacifist? I suppose I hit neutral first, which was interesting. Um, Just because at first it seemed like it was totally impossible. I was getting really frustrated. But then I finally broke through and it's like, oh, this is starting to make sense. And it's like, I love this. I love this game. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, why is it ending? No. Then you go back in and get the pacifist
0: run. Yes. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Next game. uh, Or,
2: crap. Next question. Do you even praise, bro? You can't see it, but I'm praising right now. Uh, Next
4: question
0: is from Nagel Navari.
2: I've
4: seen them before. Don't trust
0: them. Will the lost short legs ever return to Everglow? That's a question that only
2: your GM can answer. Ooh. That that oh. is a species that, by the main canon lore, gets utterly wiped out. They're gone. However, I still give you the rules to play one, and occasionally refer to them because maybe they didn't die in your world. That's up to you.
3: You know, when I hear the name Shortlegs, I imagine like the pug version of a pony.
2: Uh, oh. Think think more of the of Flufflepuff. Really small. Oh. You know, one of those Shetland ponies. I like it. They're adorable. And they, and they have feet, so you can be the most fluff puff you could be. They
4: literally have feet to be more fluffy.
1: I, I really like actual Shetland ponies, so that makes me happy. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> now we have a question from Everglue Horace. If you had the opportunity to speak with a 10,000-year-old cleric and ask any question about the future, their god, musical, literary, theory, anything really, assuming the three-question limit was not present, and you could pester them well into eternity, what would you ask?
2: Everything? Nailed it. Like, there's literally no limits here, so... It's like I would keep asking questions until I literally could not think of a question to ask, or they started running out of things to say, or maybe they just got tired of answering all these questions.
3: So you want to exhaust their dialogue tree?
2: Yes.
0: That would right. be my goal.
3: <laughs>
0: Next question is from Gen to David Silver. Ever think about making? I'm not talking about the coding or feasibility for now, just the idea of a text based game using MLP setting or characters like the one you were a part of before Pony Finder, like FS.
2: All right, so now's the time where I get to tell you that one, FS is definitely not over. Two, many of you are probably wondering what the heck is FS? Are you one of those people? Uh, yeah, definitely. FS is flexible survival. It is basically a post apocalyptic furry porn game with a lot of transformation in it.
4: <laughs>
2: well, um, yeah, that's actually my primary income. Nice!
3: <laughs> Do we all get free trials to this thing?
2: It's that's free what? to play! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, God. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, my last actual job job was working at Office Max, and I was fired. Oh. Oh. I was fired for competing with the company, which is to say, I offered tech support, and they also offered tech support, and they were angry that I offered tech support and it was not their tech support. Oh. That's basically that. So uh, on my last day. Everybody was like, so what are you gonna do now? And I thought about it and I said, I'm gonna become an internet porn star. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone sort of laughed nervously. I walked out and then I did that. that, In fact, that's what I did. That's exactly what I did.
1: Congratulations, you did a good thing. You're doing God's work or the opposite thereof. One of the two, I can't decide.
2: One of the two, one of the two. Okay. I'm so proud of you! Can can we
0: say now that we've had a porn star on the cast?
2: You can say that. Although I'm a really rare type of one because I'm an I'm a text-based porn star. So that's weird. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But for, th- for that actual question, though, am I considering making interactive fiction for Pony Finder? I had not considered that. I'm not sure how popular it would be. It would certainly be a lot of effort. That's for sure. Banned from um, Equestria. What's that? Banned from
0: Equestria. It's a, it, it, it's something kind of oh, similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know got, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, actually, he says using MLP setting. Nope, nope, nope. I would not do it with MLP's setting or characters. I'm not going to put in that much effort in, into something that doesn't actually belong to me. Fair. <laughs> so, no. If I was going to make a game like that, it would be Pony Finder.
0: And then he has another question. <gasps> on the topic of games, we all know you're a TTRPG player, but do you play video games? If so, what game has your favorite story or lore? Uh, Undertale, pretty much?
2: Well, no. I said that one has a really good um, oh, end Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, favorite story or lore? I'm going to go with Dark Souls on this one because, oh, my God, there's so much. The adventure there just, like, never really ends. And if you start, like, looking around at people's theories and things... That rabbit hole has no
4: bottom. Ah, you're Tarkis. Ah, you Tarkis.
1: You okay there, Enigma? It sounds like you just had a stroke.
4: Really, you didn't get it, David?
1: Don't encourage him. It's fine.
4: All right. Next questions.
0: <laughs> now We're going to questions from Shakespeare, please, which is not a placeholder. Screw off. Um, speaking of gaming, question number one to David's liver. So, how about that Tales of Equestria game coming out?
2: Well, here's the thing about Tales of Equestria. i will tell you an interesting tale, because I think you guys all want interesting tales.
1: Is it a tale of adventure?
2: How did you know? I, I was actually getting to that. So, <gasps> Yay! So here's the thing. I actually reached out to Tales of Equestria, asking them if I could give them a hand with anything, because, you know, I already did the pony role-playing thing. And they were like, oh, hey, we're looking for people who can write adventures. And I was like, what? An adventure? I could totally write that. I'm going to write the hell out of this adventure. And mm-hmm. then I, I, I put together this, this plan for this uh, little uh, little adventure yarn where you find, um, oh, I'm trying to remember the. Synopsis off the top of my head. But basically it ends up with a angry dragon that you have possession of the eggs of and you need to get it back to the dragon without getting chomped. <laughs> that was the idea. They they said they liked it, but they like basically stopped contacting me after they said that they liked it. And it's like, oh okay. And then it just kind of came out. And it it's like, well, I guess you didn't really need me. Whatever. Um, in terms of what I think of the game itself, it is a game that is written very specifically for the target audience. I'm using quotes here, you can't see it. The target audience. It is written for small children. Um, like, it doesn't really go into any nitty-gritty of any kind.
4: Uh, I see. Uh, now, here's the, the thing
2: I like about Pony Finder um is that it can it can work with little kids too and it can work with big kids it could even work with people like me who probably should be institutionalized but <laughs> it works it works for everyone i like it hey every once in a while i get like a message from somebody oh man i play this with my kids they love it and like, that makes me
4: happy
0: <laughs> yay um he follows up by asking do you think you had a hand in inspiring tales of equestria
2: I don't know. I mean, it's possible that that they saw Pony Finder was a thing, and they said, hey, man, we should get in on this. And then they reached out to Hasbro and made that happen. But I can't really say one way or the other. There's really no way to know. There is no way to know.
0: Right, of course. Uh, Question number two. As the maker of a Pony D&D game, did Pony Finder get in the game feel meta even
2: for a displaced-ish story? That game was meta as hell. Uh, Sorry, that game. That story was meta as hell. As in, literally, I based several of the characters in that story off of people I was literally playing in real life with at that time. Wow. I mean, that was as meta as it could possibly be. Uh, The person who was kind of a jerk in the story was also a person who can sometimes be trying in real life. He was not
4: amused by his uh, production but I did it anyway. I'm not sorry. Oh, no. Don't be sorry. Dude. <laughs> All right, number three.
0: Do you have plan on writing another Pony Finder story? Perhaps one's playing uh, with ponies playing D&D, or perhaps ponies playing D&D and getting the D.
2: Okay. Now, see, I have written several Pony Finder slash MLP crossovers where the various MLP characters end up in the Pony Finder world Getting into trouble. In fact, that was the first story I wrote on Twin which was uh, a dangerous sparkle. That was that was yes, that was literally Twilight Sparkle. Biggs. yeah uh, does magic wrong because Twilight Sparkle can do that and ends up in Everglow. And what's the first thing that happens? She gets captured by orcs and she's turned into a slave. Don't worry, it gets better from there. That adventure was long and harrowing. Did I mention that there's a part where Fluttershy gets tortured?
4: I'm down. Good.
2: <laughs> Good.
4: <laughs> uh, by the way,
2: that story is almost universally panned by reviewers because they say the, the beginning of it is, um, ah, you're talking too much about the world. Get to the actual action part. It's like, oh, I wrote it because I wrote it. It is what it is.
0: Write What makes you happy, man? Yeah. There you go. Number four. Do you like to do the other kind of role-playing? Winky face.
2: Um, well, you know, funny thing. My life has changed. Um, I used to do the other kind of role-playing. Um, especially since I ran games like I just finished describing before. Yeah. I could happily role-play on that anytime I wanted to. And I used to want to. But these days... Not so much. Hmm. Oh god, I'm getting old.
1: It we're talking about vanilla. Oh god. We're, we're talking I about LARPing, you like right? holding hands. Uh, we're if, talking I had,
2: about... if I had anyone's hands to hold forever alone. We're talking oh. about LARPing, right? The, and yeah, then we'll yeah. go back to the yeah, inner um, corner. I'm talking about like internet role playing.
1: Yeah. We're talking about that's definitely we're talking about Enigminus has never had any of that, so he doesn't even understand how to fathom it. Don't worry.
2: Fair enough!
0: Now, we have questions from Bendy. What would happen to a weight scale
2: if Princess Celestia sat on it? Now, of course, that would depend on which particular headcanon you're playing with. I'm pretty sure if this was like a show's Princess Celestia, we would then
4: find out what her weight is. Her weight is exactly 40 cakes. And that's bad.
1: Terrible, the word is, that's terrible. Oh, oh. Come on, get your meme.
0: What gun would you use to
2: massage an OP overpowered pony? I would use the most deadliest gun of all. Stories. No, Ah, I wouldn't criticize them. I would make them actually have to face challenges that make them grow as a person and actually have some sort of dimension beyond the flat object that they begin as.
1: Nicely done.
0: Alright, next question. What Planetside 2 faction would you use to massage your giant overpowered pony? I, I don't play that game. I tried it once. I, I mentioned I'm pretty bad at FPSs. Next. What melee weapon would you use to massage your OP pony? Yeah, I feel like I answered this with the first one. Yeah, I kind of agree with that.
1: I, I uh, like the idea that, no, no, I really like the idea that stories are a melee weapon. I'd like to keep that in my head forever.
0: There right. you go. Could you lift the sun?
2: Uh, no. I'm pretty sure I only rate a two or a three on the scale that only people who actually read my stories understands.
0: Uh, now we have questions from Latrías, which only has one. Uh, question for everybody, and we'll try and rapid fire it. If you could hug one pony, who would you hug? Uh, a non-pencil.
1: Drunk pony because she needs a hug after all that drinking. David.
2: Hmm. I'm going to give a hug to the pony that actually wants to be hugged as opposed to just appearing randomly out of the vortex, grabbing a horse, hugging it,
4: and hoping that it's okay with it. Because that sounds right. kinda of creepy, yeah. No, that's that's pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma. What was the question? Oh, pony, who hugged? Uh,
0: Octavia. Yay! Okay. Uh, I would hug Nurse Redheart because she's probably had a hard day saving lives. It's true. And Milk. I would hug myself.
1: You're not a pony, Milk.
0: Today I'm a pony because I wanted a hug. Damn it.
3: Okay.
1: Aww. Milk gets pony hugs. We we all give... I, I, I changed my answer. Milk is milk is best pony. Milk gets a hug from me.
2: Uh, yeah. See? I saved my hug for just such an emergency. You have said you want a hug. You get a hug.
1: Everyone Break hugs lo- Milk.
2: Break I glass got, in case of
3: hug.
0: Everyone hugs Milk. This is this is so circle jerky even for us. Let's move on. This is creepy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
2: have I, I, I'm apparently being a very bad influence. You guys are supposed to be so angry and I'm making everybody nice. I
1: feel no. so nice this we ever again to each other i i haven't told Enigma he's shit i've sworn at him but i haven't told him he's shit like you're actually making us not that bad i'm really horrified
2: (laughs) i'm doing my part
0: um now we have a question from we Toll. is (sighs) Ponyfile Ponyfile? well that's gonna (laughs) that's Uh. gonna stick with me for the rest of my Uh. days is okay. Pony Finder actually any good for adventures? Would you recommend to buy it to someone who plays Pathfinder Adventures?
2: Okay, the phrase on that is a little concerning. Um, not not, not language. What you're saying, I think what they're asking is, do they work with adventure paths for Pathfinder? To which my answer was I gave a story, I, I think it's maybe an hour ago now, where I was literally playing Mummy's Mask, which is a Paizo official adventure path, except everybody was, you know, a pony or Griffin or other weird creature. And it works just fine because it's designed to work like that from the ground up. So, yes. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, where can I get the five edition version of Pony Finder?
2: You will want to go to Drive Through RPG, and then it will be there because we totally have the fifth edition one. That's the latest, great big book that we have put out. You want it? You want? Well, I mean, if you play fifth, fifth
1: edition, you want it. So yeah. You want it? No, no, you're right. You want it. Everybody wants it. It's fine. You
0: it. Are you going to be uh, selling copies of the book at BronyCon? Well, of course, I'm going to. Uh,
4: we'll as if you here. even
0: had to ask that. Well, no, I think it's just uh, a very opportune time because I could totally imagine that some people would be interested in hearing four people try out your system. Hooray!
2: Just so you throwing... should come find me don't. at BrodyCon, which I hear is not 100% Brody anymore, but I'm still gonna be there.
0: All right. Next That's kind question. Of a weird thing. How fast does a Pegasus fly, 30 feet or 60 feet? 30 feet. All right. Uh, What are good arguments for Pony Finder so I can convince my group to play Pony
2: Finder Adventures? The simplest one is that they're not going to play Pony Finder Adventures. They're going to play Pathfinder, and you're going to just happen to be playing a pony in that game, and everybody else is going to play a human or a dwarf or an elf or whatever. And the game will continue just as, just as it always did. Just, you know, you have a tail and that, that makes you better.
0: All right, next question. Just ask. How, how is shipping of the book to the EU so I can have new adventures
2: with Pony Finder? I can totally send things to you in the EU. You can either grab it directly from Drive RPG, or if you come to me directly then I will happily send things over. I will send things to any part of the world. I have many happy customers who play in Australia and I happily send, get it to them. I don't care where you are. If you give me the money, the book is yours.
1: Uh, on a related question, just because we're talking about this, uh, Talk to Jack wants to know, is there an Anon race?
2: I have not made an Anon race because I'm pretty sure I would lose what little credit I have as a role-playing, uh, you know, a a indie developer, if I actually made the Anon race. Just saying.
1: pretty, pretty sure you can make a human that has green skin. Done.
2: And you could right, to fedora.
1: I, I mean, if, if, I, if that's all it
2: takes, I think we already have races like that.
1: That's oh, what I'm saying. You. I'm pretty sure you already do.
0: <laughs> Sweet! Alright, in your opinion, is Daybreaker just a dream and she will never appear again, or official canon?
2: That's a trick question. Uh, because she is a dream that doesn't make her not can. She, you know pos- she is a canon possibility.
3: But you know what's interesting in that episode? When Celestia, sto- when Celestia stopped her, she said, you won't exist again. Again. So that implies that she's existed before.
2: Well, in th- uh, that can be argued in a lot of ways. I mean, technically, if you're looking at something in a dream, it exists. It's there. It's in front of you. You can poke it in the nose.
4: I, mean, I really she literally want She really had a,
2: a magic duel with the thing. It kind of has to exist. Or else what is she doing? Dreaming.
4: <laughs>
0: but I really want to watch this episode. I've
4: been Let's seeing go these characters so the much. Oh.
0: Alright. <laughs> now we have questions from Snuffy. Number one. Would you be clueless if you went to Equestria?
2: I made a story about that. It's true. And it's great, because the question you asked is basically the title of that story.
4: It is, it, is it is
2: Clueless in Equestria. Hey! hey! I mean, that, that was... Kind of, did, were they trying to do that? Because I'm just saying...
1: Probably, it tends to be clever, so possibly.
2: I mean, uh, I can see their second question, by the way. I, I am looking at the stream. i am I'm a horrible cheater. <laughs> and the next one is, which makes me think that they already saw it, which is confusing to me. It's like, are they trying this on purpose? They asked, you made a pretty good self-insert story. Otherwise, not the question. But would you recommend others to try the same? Ooh, that's a good question. Self-inserts only work if you're extremely self-aware. And also my goal, I will make my self-insert suffer at every opportunity. Amen to that.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. I, I have only two self-insert fics in, in my repertoire, and both of them are just depressing as fuck. Oh, no. Mine's not... Oh,
2: uh, I guess that depends. I mean, my, my poor self-insert, I have put him through a lot, but he has gotten a lot of things. At the end of the day, he's gotten what you'd expect a self-insert to eventually get. He still gets his butt kicked all over the place.
4: <laughs>
2: That's...
0: Yes, that's exactly what every self-insert wants. So there you go. To
2: get their butt kicked?
0: Yes, moving on. Well, anyway. <laughs> Why do you even bother with choose-your-own-adventure
2: stories? That's mean. I, I don't, that that question confuses me. I mean, are we talking about, like, the legitimacy of the uh, genre? Because choose-your-own-adventure books are still selling lots of copies, last I checked. Um, in terms of why I do it on FinFig, I love dealing with my readers. So Choose Your Own Adventure gives the most direct way. Here are different ways this story could go. Choose one, and then they choose one, and then that's the next chapter. And I say, all right, here are some more options. Choose one, they choose one, and then we go forward from there. And we have I have told several Choose Your Own adventures. I think I've done two, and they were both a blast. I had so much fun with them.
0: All right, next question. In how many ways can you ask the readers if there are any typos?
2: If I run out of them, that itself will be a typo.
0: <laughs> how many ty- uh, tip pass do we
2: have? you know i have I have not uh, typoed that particular typo yet.
0: Well, there you go. Now you got a new one. The
2: adventure continues. Are Woo! you enjoying season seven so far? Yes. Um, no, I mean, yeah, you, you could just say, do I like all the episodes? Eh, 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 but I like most
0: of them. Next question. Uh, would you eat a cream
2: pie baked by Sugar Bell? I'm blinking. I feel like there's innuendo here, but I just don't get it. Damn, well, you're damn. on this
1: podcast, so there probably is.
2: I, <laughs> I'm i not aware, but still. I remember she was leaning over the counter yelling, oh, I got all cream pies here. No. But I mean, ultimately, if a ha- if a colorful pony showed up and said, "I have a pie for you," I'd be like, "This is the best thing ever."
1: <laughs> I I, w- I would be with you until they said it's a cream pie. I would be like, "Okay."
4: Are you I coming on? Questions. Me?
1: I have
2: some questions. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the first answer would still be yes.
1: Awesome.
3: Benzel, will those questions be, is anything of yours in this? And their answer would be, yes, love.
1: And then I would have to say, okay, define love. (laughs) (laughs) You see, if you ask
2: too many questions, you'll scare the pony away, and I don't want to do that.
1: I want to leave. Okay.
2: Number seven, Hasbro. Buy, sell, or hold? I admit, I'm confused. Do you mean like Hasbro stock, I guess? Yes. Uh, I would probably go with. Well, here's what I would do I would look them up really quickly on Google.
1: <laughs> just, be very just, just be very simple buy, sell <laughs> the day of premiere of My Little Pony movie. Because okay. Be. Uh,
2: from their five year trends, I would probably buy. Mm-hmm. It looks like the, they have been climbing very, st- very steadily. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. Stocks are good with kids. Financial advice with the barcast. Hooray. Uh, Number eight. Is that a boring answer? It's like, oh, let me just look that up.
1: No, that's (laughs) no, no. no. Sometimes. Shit.
0: Number eight. If you knew for certain that earth ponies had bigger shlongs than the rest, would you remove the horn on your OC? My
3: O.C. is an Earth Pony. This this brings up a question to me. If you remove the horn of a unicorn, are they handicapped?
4: Yes. Yes, Yes. Absolutely.
3: Because they don't
2: have Earth Pony Strength. No, it it actually has nothing to do with what the other tribes do or do not have. If you used to have three arms and somebody comes along and chops off that third arm, you are handicapped and you're going to feel handicapped and you're going to be pretty miserable. I'd be really pissed if someone cut off my third arm. If sucks off what... your third arm,
3: you're not handicapped, you're castrated. Dun <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Moving on.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh
0: now we have a question from Cyberface on GeoTDM. Guest for tonight, would you marry
2: Thing Pony? I don't know. We need to have nice dinners first. And discuss our mutual interests. Well, she doesn't like being on fire, How so you guys you probably so have that in nice. common. No.
1: So nice, like you—you you are the most like genuinely decent human being you've had on this podcast. I—I I can't make you horrible, and it hurts me inside. I don't understand. I'm, I'm sorry. God damn it! Stop <laughs>
4: apologizing. Oh, I'm have to move
1: no, on. that's
2: great.
4: Uh,
0: number two, which food pony would you marry?
2: And okay, I'm assuming that is the food object that has been turned into a pony, for reasons. Yes, like, like yes. pizza and soda. Or pineapple. No, no pineapple. Yeah, it sounds very uncomfortable marrying pineapple. Just saying. I mean, they're covered in spines and... You know cool. what? I, I already said I liked peaches before. Why don't we do peach pony? Because that would still be soft and fuzzy. So So, oh. so she'd have a peach bottom.
0: I like that peach pony. Have not
1: see a Peach
2: Pony? Peach a Pony would have no downsides, as far
0: as I can tell. Uh, if she, any she artists are p- watching right now, please make a Peach Pony for, a, I
3: for mean, it.
4: I
1: mean, already p- exists, guys. It's already peach, in existence. Peach, po- she's adorable. Oh. Peach,
3: peach Pony might have like a wasp inside, her, like a chest burster, though.
2: What the hell? Here take, you go. Look, you have to take appropriate care of your food pony and you avoid these situations. <gasps> she's adorable! But she's not food. You can't eat her. Yeah, you can. Hey. <laughs> but I, I have it on good words that ponies are adorable enough to be gobbled up at any moment.
1: Also, all of that, you know. Her name is Sweet Peach, by the way, if you can look her up.
2: Nice. Question number three.
0: Which food pony would you make the sweet lovings to?
2: Well, I mean, if I marry that one, then I believe that comes afterwards. Nailed it. I I mean, the the pony. Never mind. Moving on. I, I mean, it would be kind of rude to marry that one and then go off to find a different food pony. I mean, what the heck?
0: It's true. Number four. You are forced to go out with a double dinner date with two different food ponies. Uh, would you go out with Pizza Pone and Soda Pone, Pasta Pone and Wine Pone, or French Fry Pony and Burger Pony?
2: Look, this person is clearly very hungry. Yes. And I have a feeling that they, they need just a couple of dollars to go get, grab something.
4: <laughs> but, let's, but let's see here. So I, I have to choose one of these three options. I don't know. Soda Pony feels like she would burp in the middle of things. Oh, she does. She burps a
2: lot. Nice. She's always busy, too. No, I I think French fries Pony and Burger Pony would probably be fun to hang out with. Hey, I like it.
0: Because Wine Pony would just throw up all the time.
1: Hey, that's fair. Does
3: Burger Burger Pony have, like, pickles for tongue? I'm
1: not How? I what?
0: It's 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 a SpongeBob reference, the pickles episode. I get it. No, and I it makes don't
1: care. Me... No, no, hold on, hold on. This is a good opportunity. I need this. Please let me have this. Go. Okay. Yes. Anagram. that you would have pickles. Let me speak clear. Pickles, not pickle, for a tongue. It's horrifying in every imaginable way. The fact that this is the way you waste your imagination is horrifying to me. You could do any other thing. You could do so many other things with your life. Instead, you're like, hey, I wonder if Burger Pony has peckle tongues. So you know what the fuck, Enigma? You are the biggest waste of space I've ever known, and you've proved it once again in front of everyone.
3: My imagine is great. I
2: added tits on dragons.
1: Your imagine is great. Got it. We're good.
2: Oh, my my good aura has limits. <laughs> It's fine. Just Enigma does that, uh, (sighs) people. But we've
0: only got about nine minutes left, so let's push on through. Uh, We've got a bunch of questions still, so let's see what we can get done. Uh, Number five, what's the worst character on My Little Pony
2: Friendship is Magic? Uh, Worst character. Character that I know. How about the the Justin Bieber singer, Connie?
4: Yay!
2: I'm happy I haven't seen that yet. Moving on. Number six. What old shows were
0: or are still favorite from your childhood and teen years?
2: Uh, okay, I'm thinking. I I go through media as a horrible glutton. I will gobble them up and then I will never glance at them ever again unless I just happen to trip over them. And I will just look for more more content to devour. Oh no no! I watched uh, the Disney Afternoon. As a child, for many years, I loved it so much. I loved every show that was in it.
4: Fair.
0: Uh, I'm going to shorten this one a little bit. Have you seen E3, and is there anything that caught your
2: interest or you have hope for? I generally don't pay much attention to E3 because they hype, 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 and then it comes out and you realize that they were lying.
1: Yep, pretty much everything, always. You're right.
2: Number seven, if you
0: wanted to get any two guns from real life in some game, movie, show, or whatever, what would it be? And what vehicle would you choose? The portal
2: gun. Yes! Oh
1: my god, you're a brilliant person. Okay, Uh, we're good. And
2: since I get to have two guns, I I will take two portal guns. That's great. I I, I, I think I'm good. It's like, oh, what vehicle
4: would you choose? Do I really need a vehicle? I have a portal gun. Chris, go. Chris, go. Next. Chris, go. Hello?
1: Okay. Chris is dead. I got it. (laughs) Um, The next one is, uh, you said the character you would like from Old Generations of MLP. What about Grogar? Do you know who Grogar is? Oh,
2: God. Um, No.
1: Then you're fine. I'm happy Uh to go on to the next question. The next one is, uh, oh, I like this question. Would you write the world's worst displaced story for a lifetime supply of potatoes?
2: Nope, I try to keep my carbs down.
1: all oh, the potatoes! I'm sorry, I'm very Irish, <laughs> it, so I'm like. Questions for everyone: If you could marry a pony, who would you marry? Let's start with our guest.
2: Oh, okay. Now, who would I marry? Hmm. Let's see. Somebody who would not be driven crazy by
4: my annoying habits. Who would that be? Oh, God. That is going to be a hard one.
1: Do you need us to come back to you? I'm pretty sure I already know who Enigma going to choose. Sure. Hey, Enigma, who'd you marry?
3: Before I answer, who do you think?
1: Well, I, if I'm counting the pony universe, not just ponies, Ember.
3: No, that's, she's not a pony, though.
1: Ah, fair enough. All right, who?
3: Octavia. She was, she was my first pony love, damn it.
1: Um, I know Priest's answer would be Princess Cadence. I think we all know that. Um, Milk, what do you think?
3: It was
0: the question.
1: What pony you marry?
0: Uh, Which one can I fuck first?
1: You can fuck as many as you want first. Then I'm marrying them all. Okay, heard it is. Fantastic. <laughs> just
3: one guy in a suit and all these mares and stallions on the other side of the aisle just in dresses.
1: Perfect. Um, and if I'm being honest, I would have to probably marry Shining Armor, even though I don't really like him as much as I like some of the other ponies, just because, you know what? I've just seen how he treats Cadence and shit, and he's pretty awesome, so I'll give him his credit. probably be the best husband.
3: If you married him, though, what would happen to Cadence?
1: Uh, well, she'd be off fucking priest somewhere, so I'm not worried.
4: Seems legit. Yeah.
1: So, David Silver, what is your favorite shipping pairing?
4: My
2: favorite shipping pairing, uh, I would probably go with uh, with uh, how am I forgetting our name? Lyra and Bonbon.
1: They are they are pretty um, cute And who is your least favorite shipping?
2: Least favorite. Um, I'm going to go with the safe bet on this one and go with the uh, the guy who has basically no personality and the
4: mayor that has the most personality in terms of actual oh. development.
1: Oh, okay.
4: Flat, flat,
2: century in Twilight.
1: Yeah, that's that's a pretty. I, I dislike that ship too. I, you and I are of like minds on this. I I believe you.
3: You won't believe which ship I dislike.
1: I'd like to know what she's like, but I just want to let people know Priest is uh, in a power outage due to storms in his area, and so he says hope everyone's okay. Just uh, yeah. Uh, So
4: personal adventures, it's okay.
1: I think that what were you gonna say is your least favorite?
4: Mister and Mrs. Cake,
3: because so far it feels like they're only together because of the kids.
1: Oh no, actually, they work well together. As far as a working partnership, they work really well.
3: Yeah, but we don't know much about our personal lives, you know, that doesn't involve the kids or their work
2: or how they got together. I mean, I would be totally down for an episode that went into that, but I don't see any reason to rip them apart because of that.
1: I got to rip through these questions because we got something we need to do. So let right. real... It doesn't look like a question. Um, also, is there a way I could interact with you and your fans? How is the, what's the best way to interact with you?
2: I have a Discord, which I post at the end of every chapter of every story.
1: Well, that makes it easy. That's a great way of doing it. Awesome. There you go. What do?
2: I stop. I crouch down. I extend my hands, but not too quickly. I speak softly to the cat and I ask it permission for petting. If the cat's interested, it will come over. If not, it will not. And then I respect its, its decision one way or the other.
1: Damn, you were you like the good witch to my wicked witch. God damn it. Um, Though, no, consent is I race. mean,
2: that, that that's the way it works with cats. If you try to force it, they run away.
1: All right, and last but not least, is kicked in the butt mean he starts his adventure with 10 points, five points. Wait, what? No, I read that as it's written. I'm actually not sure what Eoichol is saying. Is kicked in the butt mean he starts his adventure with 10 points by points? No! Nah.
4: <laughs> How about yes? All
2: right, oh, answer yes. Oh, point by points. Now I understand. Okay, then yes, that would be a perfectly le- legitimate way to handle kicked in the butt. Now, I think you're talking about my OC, but uh, myself insert, but he was not playing in a Pony Finder role. He was playing in MLP land, which doesn't have points. He did, however, spend some time playing a uh, role playing game in, uh, in MLP lands that actually had, okay, make a
4: friendship role. All
1: right, well, that is our time. And uh, I believe Priest is back. Are you back, Priest? It's true all right well um we said at the beginning we had
0: a special announcement and we'll do that before we begin our sign off um we've got 20 people here so we want to thank all of you and everyone for tuning in um week after week to enjoy everything that we've done and the people we've interviewed so now we want to come to you guys and talk for a little bit about the cast itself um we've been running for about a year and a half And, um, after all of us talking, uh, we came to a very concise, um, decision, uh, at the end of the day, running a podcast costs money. Uh, we get custom art made for all of our guests. Uh, we do everything that we do basically because we love it. We love doing what we do and it's a lot of fun for us. Um, that said, we've been doing this absolutely free for a year and a half and the good news is, we plan to still continue doing that. Um, that we're, said,
1: we're not going to we're not going to start asking for you to pay for permission to watch our shows and shit. Don't even worry, that's not changing.
0: Nothing, Wait. nothing we make will ever be hidden behind a paywall. Nothing that we do will ever be exclusive to only certain people. Things are going to be very noticeable. That said, we are opening a Patreon for the first time. And dun, the reason dun, dun. why we're doing this is all of our proceeds and profits of the podcast are going to be donated.
1: Oh God, did he cut out Ready? Right? he said donated?
4: To a okay. horse-based charity.
1: Yay. Okay. We are going to be donating to horses. We're gonna be doing that specifically for horses. This is not for us. This is, this is not for money for us, we promise.
0: Uh, We don't plan to take any money. None of this is going towards cons. None of this is going towards merch or anything like that. This is entirely for the horses, and we want to make special little event videos where we talk about the horses that we support. Uh, We're going to hopefully have a point in which we can name a specific charity, but we're working on that. Um, And what we plan to do is give a little shout out, give a little thank you to those who do help us contribute to charity and do good things for real life horses and help them be rescued in real life. It's our little way of trying to give back to the community as a whole, not just to you guys, not just to the fandom, but real horses, something that I think we can all agree are awesome. Uh, That
1: being said, uh, yeah. I think uh, we we can make a post about that. We can give you a little bit more information about it later. Uh, Check the BarCast group, and we will give you more info.
2: You make me feel guilty.
1: Yay! (laughs) Now you know how I felt. Oh, cash, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, that said, thank you for enjoying this edition of the BarCast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Your bartenders for this evening were a non-pencil. Enigmatic Otaku.
4: She loves being covered in mud.
0: Milk. I'm not dead. And of course, we had our wonderful guest, David Silver. To adventure! Thank you so much for coming on. And until next week, everybody, you'll want to tune in for Lisey Claire, the, the mystery, the Madam with the heart. See you next week, everybody.
4: Don't
3: Goodbye. consider if you die. finally hear a voice.